We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's September 11th, it is 2023. We have an 11 game baseball slate to talk about here on today's podcast. It's crazy, Will. It's been over 20 years since September 11th happened. Um, never forget what I was doing, where I was, and never forget um, how devastating that was for the country. So if you had um, if you were affected by it, I mean, we are all affected by it, but um, if you had a family member or something, man, we'll, we'll never forget that day in history. Uh, joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, it's Sunday night. I mean, it's we just got done um, with the first NFL slate of the year. Um, and I mean, it, mine was mine was solid. Um I had I had really good pick'em day. I had a much better NASCAR or a football day than NASCAR day. So, um, you know, just kind of one of those days. I wish like I had a, a team where I put it all together, but I was on a lot of the right stuff, kind of thing. So, made money. Can't complain more than I did in NASCAR. That's for sure. Um, what about you, my friend? Yeah, I didn't have a good day in the pick'em streets today. I got a lot of picks right, but I didn't have them paired correctly. In DFS, Stevie, I. I just wasn't lucky enough, and and I'll put it to you this way: in the big Fanduel tournament, I think my highest lineup made it into like the three hundreds. Which, and I know you're probably saying, Chief, you know the three hundreds. It was eight hundred and eighty nine thousand entries, and my my top lineup made it into three hundred. So the process was solid this week. I I just wasn't lucky enough. I had some of the big scoring guys, um, you know. I just it just didn't come together for me. I think in that lineup, I needed a little more from, you know, one or two people. And uh, it's, you go from the three hundreds to top 10 real quick, but uh, I'll say it was a good day. Um, Built a, built a lot of quality lineups and I am going to chase the Millie this year. So we'll be right back at it again next week. And uh, hopefully with some millionaire results. 
Yeah, I mean, the FanDuel um, million maker was someone had likely on their lineup. Um, and yeah, with the point three. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> DraftKings, I mean, if you didn't have Brandon Ayuk, you were way behind. But, man, if you didn't have Tyreek Hill, you were making money today. Um, just a huge yeah. day. From my Dolphins, um, what a what an excellent start to the year. 70 points in that game. Miami's going to be fun to watch this year. Um, if Tua can stay healthy, that team is going to make noise. So uh, enough football talk. 11 baseball games here on Monday. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Sunday night. What's up, YouTube? I see you all over there chatting already. Um, thanks for hanging out with us here live on the show. We're going to jump in, talk some baseball. Big slate. Lots to talk about. Texas at Toronto. We got Dunning and Bassett facing off against each other in this one. Nine total. The Blue Jays a 146 favorite. Any interest here in Dane Dunning? I don't think so, Stevie. Um, and Dane did go through a stretch where, man, it felt like the strikeouts were just all there. But I think this is a tough spot for him. I don't think he has enough upside. Uh, so I'm going to be taking the fade here. Yeah, I mean, Dane Dunning definitely has shown upside at times this year, for sure. He still gives up a lot of power and has a really high Woba to both sides of the plate. This team's a, a really low strikeout team overall. Um, typically, their lineup is in like that 17 to 19% range against right handed pitching. So I just don't have a ton of interest in Dunning. Uh, Bassett on the other side of this game, he's 9K. Tough matchup has pitched really good in two of his last three starts, but he's had some good matchups here. Um, any interest here in Bassett? Not against Texas. Um, and he could very well come out, keep all on the ground today, uh, put together a nice quality performance. But I've been avoiding Texas. I've been avoiding Houston, um, avoiding the Dodgers. And so I'm going to stick with that mantra. Chris Bassett gets to sit on the shelf today for me. If he has a good game, hey, I, I – I, I throw up my hands and I move on to the next slate. Yeah, I mean, at 9K, it's a tough ask on DraftKings. Um, I haven't looked at FanDuel pricing, but I don't see myself playing him on a, a one-pitcher side anyway. So I just overall, I look at this spot and this Texas lineup, just top to bottom, really good. You know, towards the bottom, depending on like who's in there, whether it be like Smith and maybe Carter, not as good. But overall, um, Bassett's just expensive. I probably don't get to him in this spot. Um, Texas Bats, you know, Garcia on the IL. That obviously hurts the lineup a little bit. I definitely prefer lefties against Bassett. So I have some interest here in Nate Lowe and Corey Seager. Probably not a stack spot for me today. Yeah, I I totally get it. Um I, the lefties, like, Seeker's always in play for me, pretty much, you know, almost on any slate. Lefty, lefty, doesn't matter. Uh, I'm with you on low as well. I, I don't hate that call. I know I know this is righty-righty, and I, I, but Mitch Garver, man, he's he's been really good here recently um, or down the stretch as we get to the end of the season. I think if I'm stacking his team, sneakily I want to get, get a little piece of him in there as well. And... Um, and kind of roll from there. Uh, Toronto bats. I mean, you can, I think you can play Toronto about just anytime you want to. 
this lineup overall is not as strong. They're dealing with some injuries just in general. Hopefully, like Brandon Belt gets close. I know Matt Chapman's getting closer and closer to be coming back in his recovery. You know, Jansen being out of this lineup. Um, I don't know what type of ta- like timetable it is for Jansen, but I mean, he just had surgery on like a finger, so I highly doubt he's anytime close. So. I mean, the top half, like Bichette, Vlad, Springer, Schneider has been really, really solid. Really? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like any of those guys, I think, are in play. Uh, you know, Dunning's not going to throw the ball by anybody. Uh, what are your thoughts overall on Toronto? Um, it, This feels like a good stack spot for me. I think, I think what you mentioned here as we close it down, Dunning isn't going to throw the ball by anybody. And or at least not anybody on this team. He's done it, you know, for a little stretch, but just not on this team. So I, I like this team. You mentioned Snyder. He's been, you know, a, a really hot hitter here. He's fifty one hundred. He's come up in price um, since being being on the team. Uh, I, I don't even hate some some of these other guys. Varsho, Whit Merrifield. I don't mind attacking him really with with anyone here because of the the lower strikeouts um, for so lower strikeouts that I think we'll see from him in this spot. So uh, this is a stack spot for me on Toronto for sure. And when I mean by just overall, like don't want to not going to throw the ball by anybody like this guy averages 90 to 92 miles an hour on his fastball, like major league baseball. If you're throwing 91 to 92, you're not going to blow it by anybody. Well, Stevie, just for reference, uh, I haven't played baseball since high school. Like, seriously serious baseball i can still hit a fastball in the 70s like see it pretty well you know like i've gone to a bad cage and kind of tested that out and and you say well what does that have to do with the 90s well you know when you're playing serious baseball all the time like anything between 85 90 is like you can pretty much hit that all day you know what i mean so you know definitely i agree with you there um 90 to 92, these guys are going to see it fine. All right. Moving on, we got Yankees and Red Sox, 10 total in this game. Red Sox and 125 favorite. Schmidt and Crawford. Um, I mean, Vegas definitely expecting some runs in this one. Do you have any interest here in Schmidt at 6,600? I do not. Like, Claude scraped did whatever he could to get there last time out. Um, it was nice because, you know, a lot of us talked about Schmidt going up against Detroit last time out. Um, just, I mean, really hasn't been pitching like fantastic. Still doesn't walk a lot of guys. His strikeout rate has climbed a little bit here recently. But he gives up so much hard contact. And re- the Red Sox just overall a low strikeout team. So no ish- no interest for me in Schmidt today. Um Crawford on the other side of this game is super cheap. Cutter Crawford's super cheap today, but I mean he's super cheap for a reason. I will say that like Cutter Crawford is much better against righties than he is against lefties. And overall, this is usually a very right-handed heavy offense. So like I don't think he'd be like the worst like punt option on this slate, just just based off of the Yankees having six to eight righties in this lineup today. Yeah, I, I get it. I just I, – I don't think I can do it, even against the Yankees. Um, if he comes out and, and has a nice game today – I mean, Stevie, 
I guess if he got 16 points out of him, you feel good about that. I I don't think I can do it, though. Yeah, I faced the uh, Yankees a few weeks ago and had a good game. But his walks against Tampa last time out were bad. Um, so, I don't know. Like I said, if you're if you're like punting with him, I, I think that like the punt makes sense. It's nice that like we don't have Atlanta on this slate, so like not needing to punt as much this this yeah. uh, this slate. So um, that series is going to be fire. By the way, that it's oh, it's like a six forty game. Atlanta is in Philly for the first part of this week. That series well, is going to have fireworks. One of the games they're playing at one o'clock. I thought. Maybe I, I know for a fact that tomorrow's game's at six. Oh, they have a doubleheader tomorrow. You're right. Yeah, one and six forty. So, uh, fire series though. That one's gonna be good. Anyway, back yeah. to bats here. Let's talk Yankees bats. <laughs> I mean, Crawford has been like I said. Crawford's been decent this season against righties. Where he has struggled has been lefties. There's not a ton of lefties to target here. Um, I mean, you could always play Judge, Torres, or Stanton. But I think I'm targeting more as one-offs on this slate than anything else. Yeah, I, I don't hate that call. Um, I still think Cutter's a guy we can attack. I'm probably in on the Yankees um, and just kind of spreading it around a little bit. Like, you know, maybe I don't have Judge in every lineup. Like, Judge could absolutely strike out two two times and and you'll be fine in this spot. <laughs> And I know it's like, well, it's Aaron Judge. You got to have the best hitter on their team in the lineup. But I don't mind that just to kind of spread it out some. I think that's where I am with the Yankees today. J- just spreading it out, Stanton, Judge, Torres, and uh, and then mix and matching around the, those big bats and leaving Judge off some, leaving Stanton off some, so forth and so on. Uh, Boston bats in this one, you know, like I said, Schmidt, He's been hit or miss here recently. He definitely struggles a lot more with lefties. And, I mean, Devers is always someone that I don't mind playing, especially against a right-handed pitcher. But, I mean, Cassis, Verdugo, Abreu, I think you could definitely get, like, a little mini stack going for Boston today. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm loving the mini stacks for Boston today. Devers, Verdugo, you talked about Cassis already, uh, Yoshida, um, I don't. I don't even mind throwing in uh, a little bit of Duvall. I know he's forty eight hundred. Who I would probably fade initially would be Trevor Story. Man, he's just striking out a ton all the time. So I, I would get some exposure, Steve. But I would. He's the guy I wouldn't have in every stack. Like I. I'd absolutely probably leave him out of half. Um, so yeah, I, I. I like this spot for Boston. Arizona at New York Mets, nine total in this game. Mets, a 140 favorite. We got Quintana and Davies facing off against each other. Any interest here in Zach Davies? No. Yeah, overall, I like the ballpark, but I don't like the pitcher. <laughs> so, yeah. um, no, no interest for me in um, Zach Davies today. We're going to talk about some of these Mets bats. Um, any interest in Jose Quintana on the other side of this game? No. Yeah, I mean Quintana's actually not been bad, but he's just <laughs> his, his strikeout upside is just so limited. Like he can yeah. go out and throw five, six, seven clean innings and still only score like seventeen fantasy points. Um, like, yeah, you're if you're playing Jose Quintana today, basically what you're saying is Arizona isn't going to score many runs. 
And I just I think Arizona's gonna score enough runs for his for it to hurt him. I don't know if he has enough upside strikeout wise if he does yeah. give up a couple runs to make up for it. That that's the exactly. thing, right? Yeah. All right, let's um Let's talk about bats here. Arizona bats. Marte's banged up. We'll see if he's back in the lineup or not. I mean, Fam and Christian Walker would be my two main targets here for Arizona oh, yeah. today. Oh, yeah. We're getting Christian Walker at 4,600 today, Stevie. We're getting Fam at 35. This is a good spot for them. Um, I know. And I, I feel like Carol is Carol's going to bat in like the six or seven hole today. They've done that kind of when he's faced lefties, I think. See, they've moved him further to the bottom, and someone else has, has hit leadoff. I still want my Corbin Carroll exposure. Like, I, I think that's – to me, Carroll might be the ultimate one-off play in this lineup because he's very expensive, and I think they're going to move him, and people aren't going to want to play him further at the bottom at that price. Carroll, Carroll I think, is an ultimate one-off, ultimate tournament play. Excuse me, I'm saying one-off. Let me correct that. Ultimate tournament play – Within this team, um, I know Guriel hits righties better than lefties, but 3,900 still willing to uh to, to get in there. Perdomo's at the bottom, you know, I'll play Perdomo, and then I think Monter uh Moreno, excuse me, is also a good player today at 3K. Mets bats against Davies, um, Alonzo, Stewart, Nimmo, Lindor. I mean, I don't love the ballpark for like a full on Mets stack today, but. Davies is super hittable. Um, so I could definitely like DJ Stewart at 3,100 is great. If you're playing on FanDuel and want to play Vogelbach and Alonzo together, I definitely prefer Alonzo. Like I think Alonzo has multi home run upside here. Like Davies just, he's reverse splits power wise and gives up a lot of power to righties. So I definitely think I want Alonzo in my stack today, but a little mini stack, I think, is in play for the Mets. Uh, Zach Davies is just, he's a very hittable pitcher. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm with you 100%. Uh, love the Mets here as well. Uh, Davies is probably one of the more hittable pitchers on this slate. Um, Nemo, McNeil, Lindor, um, Alonzo, like these are all going to be good plays, Stevie. Uh, Beatty at the bottom of the lineup. Like I, I like all these guys. So this, this is a nice spot for me. What's fun, um, speaking of New York and as bad as the Giants are playing right now on Sunday Night Football, they get to play Arizona next week. Just saying. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, I love football. I'm so excited to play Giants next week after how bad they're just solo game and they're playing terrible. People overreact to week one. Can't wait to play the Giants next week. Miami at Milwaukee, seven and a half total in this game. The Brewers are 165 favorite. We got Woodruff and Lazardo facing off against each other. Um, any interest here in Jesus Lazardo at 8,500? I do have some interest, Stevie. Um, like, we've seen Milwaukee struggle with lefties this season. And so I think Lazardo still has some upside at 8,500. He might be. In my opinion, Lazardo's probably almost a value play. I know he's had some struggles down the stretch uh, here here recently, Stevie, but Lazardo has upside. He's got 10 strikeout upside. At 8,500, I'm in against Milwaukee. Milwaukee's been playing much better, but I'm still in at this price. Yeah. Um, I, I like Lazardo a lot today. I think he's – yeah. He's somewhat underpriced. This is a bottom 10 team against left-handed pitching. They strike out almost 25% of the time against left-handed pitching. So um, I have a ton of interest in Lazardo today. Woodruff, um, I think Woodruff's in a great spot as well. You know, Yelich or Yelich has been out, which potentially helps Lazardo. I wanted to mention that and I forgot. But um, yeah, I think Brandon Woodruff is in a fantastic spot at 10-3 today. He definitely sets up as one of the highest ceiling pitchers on the slate. I think Glass now has higher ownership on this slate. Maybe even Valdez under 10K against Oakland. Um, and then Gilbert against LA. Like there's there's four you can't go wrong with pitchers today, I feel like. Um yeah, like those four guys, yeah, they're they're in the class of their own today. Um, so I honestly yeah, I mean, I think Woodruff's in a great spot, but at the end of the day, it's it's likely going to come down more to ownership than anything else for me today. Yeah, I, I like Woodruff in the spot. Like you said, I think I think you put that beautifully. You know, there are a couple feels like can't miss guys. Woodruff's definitely on the list at 10-3. I'm in against Miami. Um, you know, he's pitching at home. He, he will see enough righties, uh, and, even, and even some of the lefties like Jazz, you know, still strike out a ton so uh, i'm i'm in i i like this spot for uh any interest in the miami bats today no yeah i'm with you i don't have any interest in milwaukee either nope pretty straightforward game i think pitching's good in this game i think it's gonna be a low scoring game yeah uh we got tampa bay at Minnesota, we could talk about one of those other pitchers on the slate. Seven and a half total in this game. The Rays, a 125 favorite. We got Glassdown and Sonny Gray faced off against each other. Um, we know how much Minnesota strikes out. We know the ceiling that Glassdown has on any kind of slate. Just struck out 14 against Boston last time out. My gosh. How do we not like Glassdown today? <laughs> I mean, um, just because we know how this play. works. Yeah. We know how this works. Listen. Tampa Bay had the most upside pitching staff in the country against Boston. And guess what they're going to do in this series? Everybody's going to get touched up. Glasnow's going to have three strikeouts tomorrow. All right, I'm kidding. But Glasnow's the best. He's in the best spot of the slate. You have to play him. It's just – it is what it is. He's not going to have 14 strikeouts, Steve. He's going to have 15. But, uh, yeah. Really good spot for Glass now. You don't have to overthink this one against Minnesota. Yeah, um, I'm not overthinking it. 
I think he's the <laughs> I think he's the top pitcher on the slate today for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sonny Gray, eighty eight hundred going up against Tampa. Uh, his his upside just has been kind of limited here recently. He hasn't been striking out guys at a high enough clip. Um, I will say, like, there's a couple injuries for Tampa right now. Could the upside be there? Sure. Um, I just think there's better pitching options today. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Um, I don't. I don't honestly. I don't have a ton of interest in the the Tampa bats, though. I, I definitely respect. Like, I, I respect Sonny Gray enough. Like he he does such a great job limiting power. Like that's what we're kind of targeting, and he does such a great job limiting power. Yeah, here's the thing about Gray too, though, Stevie. Like he he's either, in my opinion, he's kind of got two ways he's going to pitch in this game because I don't think he gets like. Oh, we lost Will. Um, so yeah, back to Tampa bats, as far as it, for me, like Sonny Gray does such a good job limiting power and limiting hard contact that it's hard for me to have a ton of interest. I mean, there are games that like Sonny Gray goes out and he struggles and, you know, you could take shots on him, but, um, I mean, Tampa, they have a good lineup. They have a lot more strikeouts in this lineup right now. So, like, I get why you would potentially take a shot on Gray. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Tampa, for me, as far as these bats, if they were a little cheaper, maybe, maybe, like, who, depending on, like, who cracks the lineup. Uh, looks like Will's back. You want to finish your thought on the Tampa bats? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not really going to be playing them. I think I think Sonny has an, an okay, okay to average game here. And that, that's going to be enough to limit Tampa for sure. Uh, Minnesota bats. I don't oh, have no. any interest. No, interest. no. All right. We got Kansas City at Chicago taking on the White Sox. Singer and Cease facing off against each other. Eight and a half total in this one. White Sox and 120 favorites. Uh, any interest here in Brady Singer? Man, I, I feel like it, we could target Singer here. Uh, he just got blown up by this team, though, like a week ago. So I think I'm I'm going to let him sit on the shelf. And it's it's really because he's he just got blown up by this team, and then he's seen him again back to back. I, I do value that some, and so I, I'm not going to be playing Singer today. Yeah, um, I mean, he just got absolutely shelled by this team last time out, and they just faced him, and he. He man, yeah, he just didn't pitch well. Um, he had shown some upside recently, but I just don't think I could target him here. Seas has shown some strikeout ability recently, but I mean, he's been a guy that's been struggling a lot too. He just struggled against this team, um, in that yeah. same start. Like, yeah, I want to believe in the talent for Dylan Seas, but with Lazardo <laughs> so close in price, I'll just play Lazardo overseas today. That's exactly what I was going to say, Stevie. I think we've got a Lazardo rule in place for Cease today. I don't think I'm going to be playing Cease. Uh, Kansas City Bats, I actually don't hate Kansas City here. Like, Dylan Cease is a guy that's been struggling with command. So, like, when you're getting walks, all it takes is a couple big hits. They have plenty of value in this lineup overall. So, I think Kansas City is an interesting, like, three or four-man stack today. 
Absolutely, Stephen. And the thing is, they're still not expensive. Melendez, 3500 Velasquez, 2200 Olivares now. Bobby Witt's expensive. But the rest of these guys, Stevie, Lofton, 3400 You know, Sal Powell, 43 Like, I, this is a good, this is a good team to stack for sure. Good team to stack today. Um, White Sox bats against Singer. Like, I mean, they're dealing with a ton of injuries right now, too. Um, a lot of like a lot of moving pieces in this lineup. I mean, they moved a lot of pieces as well. I mean, Eloy and Robert, I think, are in play. I mean, maybe just like targeting one off cheap bats or you know, taking a three man stack kind of thing. I think there's going to be runs scored here, it's just hard to pinpoint where the production is going to come from. Yeah, for sure. And one of the things that I hate, Steve, I feel like Yasmani Grandal is just kind of falling off the face of the earth. Like, he used to be a catcher that I would roster, and I could really count on production. Man, at 2,600, I want to take a shot on him in this spot, and I think I am because of the price, but he's his production has been lacking. Him and that's 4K, I think he's cheap enough. Ben and is definitely a guy I think we can take a shot on, not going to strike out a ton. Um, so, you know – those handful of guys I don't I don't hate, you know, Gavin Sheets has a little bit of power. Like I think this team is cheap enough to take a shot against Singer for sure. All right, moving on. We got Oakland at Houston. Eight total. Astros a three hundred favorite in this game. Yes, it's real. Um Oakland's gonna roll out like um a Miller opener, it sounds like. We don't know how far he'll go because, I mean, this is a guy that has pitched out of the bullpen and has pitched out of, like, being a starter, and then Waldachuk is going to come in behind him. I don't think it matters against Houston. Um, and then we got Valdez on the other side. Do you have any interest in this op- Oakland opener long relief situation? No. If it, was a, if it was a starter situation, I have zero interest against the Houston Astros. Um, Valdez, 9,800, great matchup against Oakland. I mean, this is a complete game shutout, like upside type of spot. Yep. I don't hate Framber at 9,800. Framber's a guy I haven't rostered as much down the stretch, but in this spot, I will say Oakland, I feel like they've been better against lefties and righties for what it's worth, but I don't, I mean, Framber's at home. I I don't mind him in this spot at all. He's got the leash. If he's rolling, he's going to keep going. Yeah, I mean, overall for me, I think that there's higher ceiling plays. I think he's a really solid like floor play today. But I mean, I think there's higher higher ceiling plays overall. Um, so I don't see myself getting to much Valdez um, just in general here. Um, Not at this price. Yeah. If he was nine k, eighty eight hundred, I'd be way more interested. Any interest here in the Oakland Bats? No. Yeah, I'm out. Um, I think Houston is very, very stackable today. Um, well, give me – I mean, you got excited there. Like, tell me tell me your thoughts here. Listen, it, it, start, it starts with Michael Brantley at 4,100. This is not a secret. Since Michael Brantley's been back, this team has continued to just score runs. He's, he's 4,100. You got Tucker at 59, Alvarez at, at, at 62. Uh Altuve at 63. You're probably going to have to play some some of these cheap bets like Maldonado. 
uh, or maybe some Dubon if he cracks the lineup. Uh, maybe McCormick if he can if he's still in the lineup. But Michael Brantley having a bat like this, like Michael Brantley in the midst of these other big bats, it's incredible. And so I, I love this team. All right, we got Coors Chicago Cubs at Colorado taking on the Rockies today. 11 and a half total in this game. Um, we got Freeland and Wicks face it off against each other. Um, any interest here in Jordan Wicks? Mm, I, I feel like I have to have some interest, Stevie, because it's the Colorado Rockies. Like, he, he, he definitely has a shot at some upside in this spot. Uh, it's in Colorado. I don't care. I, I think I take a shot on him at 7K. Yeah, I'm interested. This guy's a, a bigger prospect. Um, he's like top 10 in this organization. He has shown um, some upside here recently. Just, I mean, this team's so bad. Um, so bad. And he, you know, definitely relies a lot on his changeup. He's, he had great strikeout stuff in double A. Didn't pitch much in AAA. They moved him up really fast. They escalated his pro progression this year really fast. So I could definitely see taking some shots on Wicks here. Um, I also could see stacking against Wicks here for what it's worth. And I could tell you with certainty I'm not playing Kyle Freeland today. Uh, negative. No Freeland. Uh, Chicago Cubs against uh, Soft Toss and Lefty in, in cores. Um Will, they're probably my favorite stack on the slate. Um, and, I mean, that's not saying much because it is in cores, and I, I get that. But uh, if they hit, like, Morel leadoff here, love him. Swanson, Gomes, um, if Candelario's in there, I know he's banged up a little bit. But I love I love the Cubs. And do not, do not, do not, do not forget about Cody Bellinger, lefty-lefty, at 6,800. Um, he will be a piece that a lot of people leave off and – is a 262 ISO against left-handed pitching this season, which is the highest on this team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the things about the Cubs, too, is they, they've priced them up. Uh, I get it. Please play, play the Cubs. This is a good spot for them against Freeland. They should pile on the runs. Uh, I won't be playing them, but it's this is a good spot for them. Um, any interest here in Colorado against Wicks? No. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers at 3,500, Goodman at 4K. I think these guys are um, playable in this spot. I could see just saying, hey, this this young pitcher is going to struggle in in cores. And, you know, we've seen him so far for three starts, and teams have just stacked right-handed hitters against him, and he's done a good job. He's limited to the ISO. He's you know generating ground balls and not really getting blown up while generating soft contact and i think he's only given up one or two barrels overall so um just a spot for me that it's really hard for me to get excited about playing colorado outside of the fact that it's a young pitcher and anything can happen yeah absolutely all right let's talk about la angels at seattle Seven and a half total in this game. Mariners a two twenty five favorite. We got Gilbert and Detmers facing off against each other. Um, any interest here in Reed Detmers at thirty one hundred? No, I'm going to fade Detmers. Um, 
he just he just hasn't been pitching as well down the stretch, Stevie. And it, it might be a little bit of fatigue. Like it, it could absolutely be that he. I mean, he was having a, an exceptional season, and then down the stretch, he, outside of this Texas matchup, down the stretch, he just he just something's just off for him. And so, you know, facing Seattle, while I understand they do have some strikeouts, it's a high power team. Uh, at seventy one hundred, it's probably it's definitely a fair price for his recent performance. I'm still going to take the fade. I, I think something's off here. Yeah, I mean, it might just be <laughs> pitching for a losing team and just like <laughs> your, your head's just not in it. Um, it could be any of those things. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass on him. I will say like upside-wise, like full-on ceiling-wise, there is ceiling facing this team, you know, facing a lefty in this team. Um, I don't get there today. Gilbert at 9,200. Assuming that like Otani doesn't come back for this game, Gilbert should cruise in this game. The Angels are going to be a team we pick on a lot. Even like we've talked about it, and I know Keith and I have talked about it, but like if you put Otani back in the lineup, just pitch around him. Like don't let one guy beat you. This lineup is really struggling right now. Yeah, absolutely. Gilbert, definitely another big time play here. Um, the strikeout should be there in this spot too, Steve. Like not only should he have a quality outing, we're hoping. But the strikeouts, the strikeouts should be there. 9,200, really good upside spot for him. We've seen him get nine strikeouts against Cincinnati, nine strikeouts against the Mets. Uh, went six and two-thirds in that one. Five, only five and a third against Cincinnati. Uh, this is a spot where if he can limit the damage, he could possibly go seven innings again and pick up eight to nine strikeouts. Really like this, this spot for Logan Gilbert. Um, any Angels bats here? No. Yeah, this lineup is so banged up right now. Like, I, I don't even know what this lineup is going to look like. Um, the lineup they rolled out on Sunday was just awful. I don't even know how they did. I just I saw the alert, um, the rotor grinder alert for like the lineup, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, if I was playing an MLB DFS today, I'd be I'd be pitching against the Angels. I don't even know who they were playing. Let's go look. Um, Angels. They played. The Guardians and one two to one. Look at that. Um, Bybee didn't do his thing. <laughs> two to one game. Oh, how bad is the Guardians? Anyway, yeah. Seattle bats against uh, Detmers here. I mean, you could definitely make a, a little three man, even potentially a full on stack with Seattle today. A lot of power, a lot of strikeouts. It's one of those spots where the upside is there. There's also a ton of downside. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the upside here. Give me Julio. Um, give me, give me T. Oscar Hernandez. Uh, l- let me load up on those best. Give me you, you, Eugenio Suarez. You know, give me Ty France. Like I, I, I like this team today, Steve against Devers. Like I said, who's been struggling. Um, hoping that Seattle comes out and this is one of their better days, and the runs continue to pile up via hard hit balls out of the stadium. So, uh, or out of the ballpark. I, I, I like this team a ton. All right, cruising along here. We got Guardians and Giants facing oh, off against God. each other. Eight total. Cobb, a 135 favorite, or Giants, a 135 favorite. We got Cobb and Williams. Um, Gavin Williams at 8K. This is a guy I could get behind playing today. Um, he yep. is hot or cold, but I don't. I think this is just one of those spots where you could see a little bit of upside here from, from Gavin Williams at 8K. Like he, He's had some strikeout games. 
San Francisco is a team that strikes out a ton. This is a good ballpark for pitchers. Um, I think like Gavin Williams is in play at 8K today. Yep. Love Gavin Williams. I mean, definitely, definitely a good spot. You talked about him being hot or cold, Steven. I definitely agree. Um, but this is this is a really good spot for him. And, and a pretty good ballpark, too. And the Giants look terrible. Um, football Giants. The football Giants look terrible. Alex Cobb, 7,800 here. A decent matchup against Cleveland. I mean, there was a report that said he's been, like, dealing with, like, a hip injury. Um, I mean, that's not what you want to hear. Um <laughs> I I think there's enough pitching. Like I, I think I'd rather play like Williams on the other side of this game. Um yeah. I just I don't trust Cobb. I mean, if you're gonna take a tournament shot on Cobb, I wouldn't talk you off of it because he is like under 8k and like this is a guy that's capable of putting up 30 plus fantasy points. I mean, he's done it three or four times this year. So like he's capable of those like monster games. So like if you're running 150, I think you definitely get exposure to Cobb. But like if you're doing Single entry, three entry max. I don't think Cobb makes the build to, for me today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not playing Cobb. Uh, Guardians, bats. I mean, it's Ramirez and Naylor. I don't have a ton of interest in the Guardians. This offense is just not good. Nope. <laughs> you get to that point of the season where you just see like some of these teams on the schedule and you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I'm not playing either of these offenses. Yeah. Either. I mean, the Giants. Like, if you wanted to take shots on, like, Jock, Yaz, or Flores, I wouldn't talk you off of it. But, I mean, again, it just – not a ton of upside in this lineup. And I I think Gavin Williams is better than he's pitched this year. And, I mean, he, he definitely has a much higher strikeout rate to righties. I would yeah. definitely want to target lefties against him. Yeah. All right. We've gotten here. here. Go. we got to – we got Here we go. Last last one. We got the last game. We got the San Diego no, Padres. Yeah. LA Dodgers. Um nine and a half total. The Dodgers are minus two hundred favorites. Um Pedro Avila pitching for San Diego. Gavin Stone pitching for the Dodgers. Uh any interest here in Pedro Avila? No. Yeah, no interest for me against Dodgers. Pitch really well. I will, like, credit where credit is due. Um, pitch really well against Philadelphia last time out. You know, outside of the six walks. Pitch really well. And um, one strikeout. He generated a ton of ground balls. Got out of jams by generating ground balls. Like, I mean, you can pitch decent and 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 struggle a little bit at the same time. But I think he pitched, like, decent in that game. Uh, Gavin Stone did not pitch decent in his last game against the Red Sox. Uh, it was the first time we've seen him in a while. Got called back up. Um, so any interest here in Gavin Stone? No. Yeah. Like he, honestly, they're just pushing Kershaw a little bit and they're giving Gavin Stone uh, another start here. Um, didn't really pitch well last time out. No real interest. I think bats in this game. I think this is where we want to target some bats. Um, what do you like here for San Diego? Yeah, man. Really, I like this spot for offense, Stevie. This is one of my favorite games on the slate. They are they are expensive bats, but we can make it work. We can figure it out. We got Tatis. We got Soto. Um, you know, we we st- we got Trent Grisham, who's going to be at the bottom of this lineup. Xander hasn't really been over five K much down the stretch. He's forty seven hundred. Manny's fifty one hundred. Hassan Kim, who's been leading off. Uh, 4,800. You know, we've got Cooper who plays a little bit, and Carpenter who will play 27 or 2,500. And then we got Concusano, 
who's actually been okay, Stevie. Like his strikeout rate, I think, is, if I'm not mistaken, is lower than Gary Sanchez. So 2,900, I'm in with him at catcher. This is a good spot for this team in a in a in a nice ballpark. The Dodgers ballpark has been playing like a hitter's ballpark um, this season. I, I like it. Like I really like this team today. This is a good spot. Um. Yeah, I mean, I like the Padres. I like the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are in a great spot today. I don't think that – yeah, I mean, they have so many fly ball hitters in this lineup, and facing a ground ball guy I don't think is necessarily going to affect them as much as it affects some other teams here, like Betts, Freeman, Muncy, Taylor, Outman. They're all fly ball guys, so they kind of benefit from a ground ball pitcher. I don't think anybody really benefits from a ground ball pitcher, but um, a ground ball pitcher doesn't affect them as much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we when we look at this Dodgers team and just so much, so many, so many quality hitters: Will Smith, Freeman, Betts. Uh, you've got a, a higher strikeout bat in Muncie, but he has the power. I've got the power, uh, you know. And then we got my favorites at the bottom of this lineup, like Hayward at thirty one hundred. So really like this spot. Uh, definitely want to want to stack up the Dodgers and include some of those cheap bats. Um, all right, let's play the morning grind game and then we're going to get out of here. It's been a long Sunday for, I know both of us. Um, so ready, ready, ready to go close my eyes <laughs> under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. Who's getting some strikeouts today? Oh man, Stevie, let's see here today. I wish it was nine K, but I, I think. If I'm going six or more, I don't like this guy, but I guess I got to go Detmers. I'm going to take Wicks against Colorado in course. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Give me um, give me Bassett. Yeah, I'm going to go Dylan Cease. Talked about how I didn't really love Dylan Cease today. Um, I'm going to go Dylan Cease. Over 4K to hit a home run, not in cores. Who's going yard today? Give me Corey Seager. I'm going to go Rafael Devers. Hits his 30th home run of the season here against the Yankees. Under under 4K to get two hits. Who do you got? Well, it's not... Uh, Michael Thomas. I mean, Michael Bradley. Give me, give me Lourdes Guriel. I like this. Uh, I'm gonna go James Outman. Like I said, he's a fly ball guy. I think this is a good spot for him today. Uh, give me James Outman. My other one, for what it's worth, I wrote down two. Um, Tommy Pham was the other one that I wrote down today. Oh, yeah, 35. Love Pham today. Yep, and he's been he's been hitting the ball really well here recently. So yeah, I like that game a lot today too, or that team a lot today against Quintana. Stack to score is six or more runs. Who's getting the job done today? <laughs> Give me the late night hammer, San Diego Padres. I like it. Um, no cores. Give me. Oh, give me the Mets against Davies. Zach like Davies it. just not great, man. Yeah. Uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Negative. I hope everybody enjoyed their Sunday of uh, football. We still got Monday night football. It's still one more game. That's the thing about football, Stevie. 
Now that it's here, it's here. And we're going to start having games. When college really cranks up, Stevie, we'll have games Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's a great time to be alive. As someone that um, still has NASCAR going, um, you just calm down, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You just calm it down with all that um, 15 slate stuff. Um, No, I love football season. Love NASCAR season. Can't wait for Bristol this week. So hope everyone has a fantastic Monday. We'll be back on Tuesday talking more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.